0: I have welcomed all kinds of great guests, including Cola Scola, Bowen Yang, Robbie Hoffman. It goes on and on and on. And you don't want to miss the 200th episode with the great Maria Bamford. What does she bring me? Find out April 25th. New episodes every Thursday. Follow I Said No Gifts wherever you get your podcasts.
1: I'm Babs Gray, and you can have my skinny jeans when you pry them off my cold, dead legs. So good luck, because I can barely get them off now.
2: (laughs) I'm Brandy Posey and shout out to all my fellow armchair blacksmiths yelling about tangs on a Sunday night. I see.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I'm Tess Barker and I wish schools would have called math money so that we would have known we were supposed to care about it. (laughs) And this is Lady to Lady. Can you keep a secret? Neither can we. (laughs) (laughs) Theme song.
2: Theme song break. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs)
1: For
4: everyone
1: that's the fucking best Come on baby It's time to hang out With your favorite ladies Ladies and ladies Ladies and ladies. Hey everybody, welcome to the show! Oh yeah Could you guys feel my jazz hands Through
2: your ear holes? Good, mm-hmm. that's what I wanted to bring into your Wednesday Listeners <laughs>
5: Hell
1: yeah. <laughs> uh, let's bring in our guest. Let's not bullshit around here, shall we? She's one of the co hosts of the That's Messed Up podcast, which is also on Exactly Right. And she's a hilarious comedian, Lisa Traeger. Welcome to the Hello. show.
5: I can't keep secrets, and I love your intro so much. Oh, <laughs> that thank was so you. Fun.
2: <laughs> Sister podcast. Yes. I love it.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, keeping secrets is not. It's, that's for the week, I think.
3: Oh, man. I'm going to be honest, like, not to betray our own theme song, but I'm very good at keeping secrets. Oh. Very
2: good. <laughs> yeah. Oh. You
3: guys can trust me. There is a secret in my friend group. I'm not going to say it because it's a secret. But one of my friends told me a secret about another one of our friends, and it was a juicy secret. And I didn't say fuck all for a decade. And then we were at happy hour and that secret came out and all the other friends came out about it and they were all butthurt except me because I already knew about it. And then the friend that was the secret was like, okay, Tess, now I know I can trust you for the rest of my life. And I was like, yes, exactly.
5: <laughs> <What a> long- <laughs> you didn't even tell your friend group. I wow. didn't even tell my friend
1: group and it was juicy.
5: Damn. <laughs> i am much better at it
1: because I think I used to just not think anything that came towards me was like well obviously that means that that goes to everyone else i had no there was no filter but i'm
5: much better at it than i used to be i won't fuck with someone's money i guess that's something if it's like a, a money professional thing i'll keep it tight but i'm gonna tell I'm gonna tell a couple of things. <laughs> and
3: you know what? I'm an asshole because I love being on the receiving end of secrets. I love gossip. Well like, you deserve it.
1: You deserve yeah. it you've because earned the right test. you've earned. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh damn, yeah. I didn't think
5: about that. The karma, the gossip mm-hmm. karma coming back. Yeah, it's oh, yeah. um if you gossip you seem untrustworthy. That was um about ba- the background of my phone for a while. it didn't didn't help it did not (laughs) i like the idea of you having like a
2: sobriety app for gossip just like it's been seven days since i talked some shit
5: (laughs) (laughs) no i talk about it in therapy it's about your lower self and like you don't want to engage all the time Mm -hmm. and i do focus on like if people are talking shit. i don't know i don't know it's tough it is something i want to be better at but some it's tough and especially now with pandemic so so few gossip there. Oh, it's yeah. like really, it's hard really hard to come by. I know. Yeah. I know. We're really picking at scraps here. It yeah. is tough.
1: <laughs> We're like having to care about people's pets. It's <laughs> rough. I mean, that's one thing that I just want to say. Like you know, as far as being somebody who is like single for a long time and just like really like really just enjoyed my slutty years i just want to say you're welcome to everyone because you know we are we're the providers of gossip like Mm -hmm. really so i think that that we you know society owes us a little bit
2: yeah shout out to single babs everybody
1: (laughs) (laughs) pour one out for a real one (laughs) yeah thank you I love you it. may not like all the b- guys, but you certainly have something to talk about. You know, <laughs> we, get,
3: we you know what? say what you will. You can't say we didn't give you something to talk about. We gave you something to talk about.
5: I did have one thing where we were keeping something from a friend, but I had forgotten and I definitely brought it up at happy hour and I saw the faces <laughs> of my other friends looking shocked and oh, the person who oh. I told going, wait, what? And I was like, oh, we told you. And she was like, no, you didn't. And so I've done that before, too.
1: <laughs> oh that's tough that's, yeah, a hard that's the place problem. To be if you can't keep track of who knows what then, then that gets you get some yeah. real shady territory the web territory. starts getting
2: real wispy and it becomes an issue for sure
3: <laughs> <laughs> I also feel like it's not fair to single people because like everyone knows like your significant other doesn't count in the secret you can tell them so yes. like yeah Cone single people code of silence but single people are kind of at a disadvantage because they don't have that like n- that built-in freebie
5: Mm -hmm. yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. but would you tell your significant other scoop about someone that they know cause that happens in TV shows where then the husband is like I gotta tell him why did you do this to me and then they get in trouble
3: that's a really good point and I would and the problem is like my (laughs) (laughs)
2: well Sean is
3: telling you it's like yeah i mean sean's
2: also like stoic irish catholic i can't see him gossiping at all really so
3: he's so boring i mean that's the thing i have (laughs) no one to gossip. it's real i give him good shit and he i get he doesn't bite yeah he's just
2: like yeah but you don't know that
1: that, the dog (laughs) that buddy and uh garth Garth. aren't spreading that shit around the neighborhood because i bet they are that's true when you guys hear other dogs barking at night they're telling the secrets that you were telling sean that he's
5: <laughs> there's actually um a bird like a talking bird parrot i don't know the details of the case but they um were able to like identify the killer for the police
2: yes
5: no no real life real life like um a parrot legit like told
1: it was the butler wow. it was the butler <laughs> yeah. I did I did recently watch a Columbo that where that happened so I mean if they didn't do an SVU based on it they at least did a Columbo
5: based I cannot on believe <laughs> how god. much I loved Columbo as a child Oof. it's so fucked
1: up so oh my
5: god so, so
2: soothing so satisfying the one more thing moment just really you're like oh
3: here it comes <laughs> Dude, you will appreciate it. this. I don't I, we've probably talked about this on the podcast before, but for our friend's bachelorette party, she also loves Columbo. And Babs, while we were in Vegas, tracked down a stripper to dress up like Columbo. Wow.
2: <laughs> it's pretty yeah, great. That was a shining moment, anyway, in,
1: in my career. Did he look um, like Columbo? No. But No, he looked nothing like him, but he was willing to wear a trench coat and then do the one more thing thing. Yeah. So that's I woke up. I woke up and by that evening. 7 p.m., he was there dressed in a trench coat. He said so, he watched episodes.
5: I've never been to a strip club and never been to a drag show. So I really need COVID to hurry along. Oh I need my God. God. to I get those. Gonna,
1: yeah, you goals. gotta. Have you been to Magic Mike Live
5: in Vegas? No, no, no. That would count, I feel, right? As I think, a strip yeah. It's show. That it's should a be a your number one show.
1: destination
2: yes. when mm-hmm. we're done. Although I mm-hmm. will say that sets the bar so high that then I believe that no other strip show would actually match it. But I think that also leaves a lot of freedom to be like, well, nothing will be as good as that.
1: You saw the best one.
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's pretty. It's pretty amazing. We've been way too many times.
1: <laughs> I, yeah, I'm really like, yeah, I'm ready to go to Vegas and just like do it up hard and see everything. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna like go halfway. Yeah. It's really gonna be. It's gonna be bad, but in a, a great way. Barb's mm-hmm. gonna
2: drop so much money on old Cirque du Soleil shows <laughs> that have been just like waiting. That's what
5: I meant. Yeah. I'm just. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Do you like Vegas, Lisa? Um, Yeah, I've only gone when it's professional and then I've had like fun days around it. I've never gone mm-hmm. on purpose. But as Babs was talking, I was like, oh, yeah. I mean, I cannot wait to go. I mean, I'd love to, to do a
1: giant, like, like lady comic trip there once it's yes. all over. We just pick yes. a weekend and we're like, everyone yes. get a hotel room and we're going to do, yes. you know, yes. like a hundred of us are just going to take over.
3: And like, everybody has to put in $20 for when one of us inevitably has to be bailed out.
5: Yeah, of course.
3: <laughs> of course.
5: We'll get the GoFundMe started before we go. Yes. but I've I've been off the strip and on the strip. I prefer off the strip. I don't know. It is like yeah, um, like Disney World, wild, where it's like forty dollars. I don't know. It's just too expensive. It is really expensive. <laughs> yeah. Everywhere you go, you're like, what the fuck? I just spent sixty dollars. Yeah, but I remember. Yeah, I liked the roller coaster. I do like that. Everything's just around. I I, I don't know. I want it. I saw Celine. I'd go to the concerts. Mm-hmm. I'd go to the strip. I can't wait. I really want to be in a gross hotel room filled with jazz (laughs) i went uh Hmm. i
2: drove out at the very beginning of quarantine like when everything was still shut down shut down i just wanted to see what vegas was like when it was a ghost town for the night because also what else did i have to do and it was so weird because all the lights were still going but there was no music or people so it was just silent with just like casino lights just like dancing all over the place
1: i hope somebody like filmed something during that because what a like cool opportunity
2: yeah it was a very weird trippy night i was like oh this this is this is real weird. This is a ghost town.
5: (laughs) I did a comedy festival once there where they treated us like kings and then Mm -hmm. no one came to the shows and you saw the marriage collapse like yes the wife was like I will never do another festival with you again." like the husband really loved comedy and we got we got we got massages we got gift bags we got the Caesars buffet we were jumping off the stratosphere thing Um, they were giving us visa gift cards I mean it was there was a place where we could pet puppies Like it was top shelf liquor everywhere and then every venue was 30% filled and and it was—I mean, Oof. I had—I had a great time. Of Those course. are ideal because you're like yes. there's
1: zero stakes here.
5: Yes.
2: Yeah, yeah, man. I feel like a comedy festival festivals have broken up a number of marriages in a similar way.
5: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. I remember one time I was at Montreal and I saw like the elevators close on a comedian while having to hold like a baby in a car seat, and I was like, wrong move, bro. You should not have
1: <laughs> brought your baby here. Mm-mm. <laughs> No, no, no. So um Aww. so yeah, tell us about about that's messed up. You guys watch you guys take watch an SVU episode and then talk yeah. about the actual case it's based on. And then
5: you also have had so many like amazing guests on. The yes. guests are, I mean, COVID's made everyone desperate, honestly, because <laughs> yes. uh, we're we're getting people that I think would be very busy and way too famous for us. And we get to talk I mean, it's pretty wild. Um, and we love SVU, and now I'm at, it's nice meeting other people like the listeners all love SVU and they even know more and it's like very exciting. It's it's really fun. I feel like my old backstreet boy message board days just like <laughs> a community. Yeah, you're really tapping into like that community. And people, people. are nice. I'm just used to be mm-hmm. like, I don't know if it's exactly right or what, but I'm just used to people being like, you funny fat bitch. And now people are like, <laughs> way to go. Love it. Keep doing it, ladies. Yeah. It's just such a different world, um, which <laughs> is enjoy- it's, it's nice. It's just nice having people be nice to you on the Internet. I'm yeah. not used to it.
3: yeah it really is that's i will say that about podcasting is i think the podcasting fans or at least ours are like nicer than the rest of the internet you're absolutely right like i don't even know how our listeners behave on the rest of twitter but they're so nice to us and they're like wonderful people whereas i feel like the rest of the internet i'm just picturing like a, a human version of a discount thing at ross you know with a keyboard. don't knock on
5: ross come
3: on i will knock on ross so the cows come home have you actually waited in that line the whole time really i've
1: abandoned so many more things than i've actually purchased exactly. there exactly. no my family just loves
5: ross i'm more of a tj maxx girl but i do Same. I don't, do you guys watch bravo or no yeah you're bravo mm-hmm. gals so um Shaws of sunset i bought a bottle of diamond water at ross so i will mm. always be grateful <laughs> What's, what that is, what? sounds
3: like a Ross purchase, but like to me, the difference there's a huge like to me the difference between Ross and Marshalls is like the difference between Taco Bell and Poquito Mas. I don't know the other thing you said. I'm
1: a Taco Bell girl. Okay. Mm. Mar- oh, wait, but I will say Marshalls. <laughs> you can buy stuff on Marshalls online now. Which TJ really? Maxx and Ross, they never were like, no, we're not going to do that. It's not worth our time. Marshalls, <laughs> they are advertising to me, and I've put many things in a cart. I haven't gone through with it, but the cart's there.
3: That sounds dangerous That's like Do you guys fuck around With like Any of these Consignment online sites
5: No No. No. But my sister And her family Just bought a mystery box From some website And then You just get things that people have returned are leftovers they got like child's underwear leggings in a size 10 jeans is a size 18 um they got lingerie with like the titties cut out you're just sending people the lost and found box from like a community theater yeah i guess it got big on tiktok and uh, my sister loves tiktok so so she bought a 35 five dollar grab bag box oh
2: my god i
1: thought about doing that because i was trying to like clean out stuff and i was like what if i just advertise like Here's a box of my shit. Like, know, yeah, not no, yeah. I, don't I don't know. know what's fifty in it. bucks.
2: I'll send you some trash. I'm fine with that. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Save me a dumpster run. I'm okay with that.
5: Uh, I miss garage sales. I was raised on those. I, I oh don't really God. go in, as an adult.
2: Yeah, garage oh. sales and Goodwills are like I most stuff I have is secondhand, and I I, I genuinely miss a Goodwill real bad.
1: I know. Oh yeah, cluttercore. This is a thing. This is a good thing to yeah. talk about. We've yeah. discovered That's clutter- me baby.
2: <laughs> yes. Ooh. I've never felt more seen by a hashtag on the internet in my life. <laughs> what
1: is cl- what is cluttercore? It's like the opposite of minimalism. It's just like oh, I want yeah. all the things everywhere. I you know, but like it's, it's organized. It's not like
2: it's like yeah. intentional chaos. Visually. That's I, mean. like yes. I like that. Because I like
5: knickknacks. I like to tw- like right now I have a storage mm-hmm. unit in L.A. And people might think, oh, maybe some furniture is in there. No, um, it's all knickknacks <laughs> and framed artwork and yeah. uh, just b- coffee table books. I like trash everywhere. I want it. I want my McDonald's nugget dressed as a witch on display.
1: Oh, I yes, really yes, like because I like also just embracing it because I think I'm always like, oh, like I have too much stuff or, you know, I always get on myself about it. But it's seeing it embraced and in it nice way a very pleasant way to look at was is very great. Yeah, well that
5: minimalist thing was very much like only leave things that give you joy but lots mm. of things give me joy. So fuck that's you. That's the
2: thing. Exactly. Yeah. I'd like my house to be like when you look around you're like, "Ooh, that's exciting. Oh, that's interesting." Like I, everything has like a fun little story, little conversation right. starters everywhere.
3: Like, give the eyeballs somewhere to go. I personally agree with you guys. Like, minimal spaces make me feel like I'm in a doctor's office or something. They're kind of anxiety-inducing a little bit. Yeah. Because yeah, you nothing you, to look
1: at. I, you're right. Look at what my boyfriend, by the way, found on the side of the road just, like, a few what is days that? ago. <laughs> <laughs> it's
3: a gold uh-huh.
2: unicorn lamp. Oh, that's dope. It's Good a gold find. unicorn lamp.
1: Like, yeah. we keep finding shit like this, and I'm like, I'm obviously taking this off the side of the road. Like, come on. Yeah. No, you got to keep I mean, it.
3: You're fucked because you live in a neighborhood with a bunch of like wealthy artists. So you're never going to stop finding stuff on the street. There's always good, good shit.
1: I've gotten so much good shit. Like the water, the waterfall painting we found that turns on and makes water oh noises. God. So jealous. Wow.
5: Yeah. Really Just, good. So I'm going to start here. going
2: walking around your streets on Saturday nights from now on. That's going to be my plan. Just <laughs> No, and I, your and I
5: see your fridge and that's mm-hmm. the fridge I like. I like Thank magnets, you. papers, mm-hmm. I, notes. I'm a, I want a, I like a decorated fridge. <laughs> Exactly. There's a couple too. pregnancy announcements with toddlers on that fridge. It's great. <laughs> yes.
3: Well, and it is like that. Like you said, like that sparks joy. Like I mm-hmm. like looking at like cute pictures of my nieces when I go to like get my hummus or whatever. Like what? Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Just- Kara
5: also- had to yeah. Kara, who's been a guest on this podcast and my mm-hmm. co- podcast co-host, she had to pack up my apartment. I had to come here for a family. You know, my dad had heart surgery, so I had to mm-hmm. like leave in a rush and she packed my apartment and oftentimes I'd be like, oh, remember that patch? You saw it on the fridge and she's like, I just put things in a box like I didn't look at it and I kept being I'm like oh remember that thing it was on that shelf she goes no I did not care uh, she's like you need to give it a rest but I like when I pat I, it takes me forever because I like to touch everything and look at it again yeah. Well, yeah. Exactly. I also have
1: a terrible memory, so like literally, I won't, you know, think mm-hmm. about a person for years until I like look at the thing they gave me once or whatever it is. I just I need all these things around me to remind me that I've like
5: lived a life, or else it's just gonna be like a blank slate, basically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I miss photo albums. I'm. That's like I was. We were a big photo album family. I'm sure everyone mm-hmm. in our age group it was, and I miss that. The te- I miss yeah, the a photo album exactly like i still have one from high school that like i'm not friends with most
2: of the people in it anymore i mean you know so, but i look through it and i'm just like oh yeah i still remember these times it's just nice to have like a me- that like physical memory on my shelf
1: are we all gonna get into scrapbooking is that what you guys are saying fuck
5: no absolutely no. No. <laughs> that's nope. different
2: yeah because i love collaging and i like photo albums mm-hmm. i don't need
5: them together yeah exactly. these are two separate things for sure yeah. scrapbook is like um a money pit for me what do you mm-hmm. need glitter puff letters i just i don't I'm i out have so many craft things that are never going to see the light of day i don't need to add to it it's, yeah. It's yeah. bad.
3: <laughs> i think this is why i have a hard time i know we all just have this wonderful pro clutter conversation but i think this is why i have a hard time with crafts is because i'm just looking at the end game i'm like what's this for am mm. i really going to be happy to have this little fucking snowman somewhere in my house then this is just gonna be another thing that i feel bad about throwing away
5: no, gifts. My friend makes um, yes. friendship bracelets, and then she made a bunch of us mask chains. So with crafting, mm. I think it's the giving that is, um, okay. has to be a part of it. I don't know. Okay, so,
1: but if you're so not good at like crafting... crafting-
5: Then that's right.
1: (laughs) Exactly. I'm not good. I'm not making anything anybody else wants, that's for sure. (laughs) Exactly.
3: (laughs) Dude, I went up to uh my I was up at my brother's house and him and my sister in law were like going through some of my niece's like schoolwork and deciding what to throw away. And I just walked up to them. I was like, between us, like as an adult who's been to mom's house, throw it away. She's not gonna give a fuck. Throw it all away. And they're like, but her lion report, I was like, throw it away.
5: I'm opposite. No, no, no. (laughs) No, no, no. I like seeing the kids stuff.
1: You do? I think like
5: one, uh, a few things, not all of it, though. We're a hoarding family. I don't know if it's because of the war in Russia or whatnot, but, um, and it's trickled down because my parents are both hoarders in their own way. My dad is way worse. My mom's neat about it. And then my sister and I, I didn't, like, she just has a section of vintage cameras, And it's Mm. like, what do you need this for? Like, we all, um, we have way too much relationship with physical possessions. Yeah, like collections and stuff like that. (laughs) Yeah, but my dad, like, he steals from lost and founds. And he has, he's like a true hoarder. Like, I got a package Mm -hmm. today. And he goes, make sure you don't rip up that box. I need it. And I was like, okay, Ah. for sure. Um, My mom, but it's memories. It's cards. And I like seeing the, my first, I like seeing my artwork from school. Maybe I'm. An egomaniac.
3: No, I get it. I get it. It's some of cute, it's and nice it does take you back, some of it. But yeah, no, I don't. I don't think I'm emotional about that because I remember. I remember it. Like I remember school. Yeah, I was good at school. All right. <laughs> well, you have a great <laughs>
2: Tessa, a great memory. Wow. <laughs> she doesn't need to be the hoarder
1: notebook. Okay, cool. Well, good for you. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm the exact opposite. I had whole relationships that wouldn't exist unless I like had an actual card to be like, oh yeah, that. Okay, <laughs> are you guys just <laughs> journalers or diary keepers?
2: Um, every like six months.
1: Yeah, it's one of those things where it's like, oh right, I meant to start that, and then it never. over. Yeah. What about you? Yeah.
5: No. <laughs> I buy I buy notebooks because they're pretty, yeah. and you know we used to do <laughs> used comedy. comedy. Um, but no, I don't. I wish I. I wish I'm jealous of people. That's what I wanted to know. I'm jealous of people that can. Um, journal journal
3: yeah i mean i will like as long as i've been doing comedy i've kept a notebook yeah and like i guess like that kind of function is my journal because anything i'm thinking about i'm kind of writing in there but it's always something like with an eye to like can i turn this into a joke Mm -hmm. like i don't think i
1: journal for the sake of journaling i did somebody recently said that they i can't remember who this was but they were like i i tried to keep track of all of my like every time something good happens basically just like my wins because that I, yeah. can be very easy to oh, forget cute. so I got a journal for that and like I've only done one you know one day where I sat down and wrote that but I'm gonna try to do that because I'm just you know it's so easy to like get negative and and stuff yeah so yeah will see I've we'll see if I keep it up
2: a, a couple of times where things have been bad I've had a few friends that will do like 10 like a gratitude list in the morning of like ten things that you're grateful for and text it to each other is like an accountability thing just to like start your day off like I'm in a bad headspace. Let's just like here's ten things that are good right now. Oh, okay. I feel a little bit better because like that's what you're starting a day from. Yeah.
3: yeah. I don't actually want that though. <laughs> <laughs> gratitude- well, the beautiful gratitude thing stuff is you don't hard. Have- yeah. yeah, no, but I, I was like, I know what you mean. But like, yeah. yeah, it's like I got a gratitude journal in my stocking this year. It's like, I'm not going to I don't know. It's not yeah. actually appealing to me. I don't know. Well, why. I don't
2: think you need to do it every day, too. I think if it's like if you're like trying to get out of like a mental rut of some kind, it can be good. Yeah. It's like that's when it's been helpful for me is just like, OK, I'm going through like a really rough. This next month is going to fucking suck. Let me just like <clears> try <throat> to get my head in the right space to like get myself through it a little bit healthier.
3: Totally. Yeah. And I mean, um, oh, I was going to ask if you guys have done the artist way. Those journals. For like, a I had
2: a roommate weeks. that did
5: it. Yeah, mm-hmm. he loved it.
2: Yeah, I made it like a couple of weeks one time. My, I just like don't. My hand is not strong enough to like write three pages in a journal every day anymore. Like, I just like physically writing is like my exhausting.
5: <laughs> yeah, well, I know, and for at least I, I, I don't know how much time you're spending on your cell phones, but mm-hmm. my thumb can't hold a pen anymore. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right we gotta go
1: do some do some thumb exercises we'll take a quick break everybody
2: <laughs> hey everybody welcome back to lady to lady i'm brandy i'm babs i'm tess
1: and, we're and here Lisa? with Lisa. No. Okay. No, 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 oh, no, 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 you can do it. You can do it. Jump we on in. Should... <laughs> we don't set up people very well for that. We just kind of do it. Um... Okay, we're going to play a game. Let's give Wait, Lisa a space quiz. Wait, hold on, Babs.
5: I forgot what? what it was, but you were asking something on Twitter about television. It's Maybe shows that make you feel good. Did you watch any of the suggestions?
1: Oh, yeah. I'm good sure question. I didn't. I don't remember. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> 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 oh, I know what it was. I was, like, mm-hmm. asking for, like, shows that made me feel like my brain was taking a bath that's what i wanted okay um and i think yeah i mean real housewives of salt lake is the first real housewives i've ever watched and that was accomplishing it so i probably
2: honestly the 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 um the last the great pottery Throwdown on hbo Ooh, is yeah, the most like good. it's it's by the same people as great british bake-off and it's just potters with like their funny little euphemisms. And one of the hosts loves pottery so much that he cries at judging at least once an episode. Like it's the most endearing beautiful thing of all time. It's like the most relaxing show I've ever seen. Do you
5: seen. watch the glass blowing one on Netflix? I did. I did. I thought it was a little bit too mean.
2: They like they had like they had like <laughs> a weird ego about it. Because I'm also a massive Forged in Fire fan. um, And I really like when like these craftsmen just like respect each other's stuff and like like blown away, things got a little bit too catty. And I just like was not, I'm not here for that.
5: Mm, Okay.
1: Yeah. Once you've gotten the expectation of the Great British Bake Off and like, yeah, other one, you're like, no, I'm not here for anything mean.
2: Like, I only want my reality shows to be like people at like the height of their talent, like showcasing their talent. I'm not like, that's kind of the only ones I ever really want to watch.
5: Mm -hmm. And what are, okay. All right.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
5: I like, like, shitty
3: reality. Like, that, to me, is the ultimate brain bath. Like, that's probably yeah. the main, my favorite genre. Like, because then it is, like, there's nothing to figure out. I can feel better than everyone else. Like, it's really soothing.
1: <laughs> it's really familiar story structure. Uh-huh. like But they really go far now because, like, they just extend everything so much and you're like Mm -hmm. uh like some fights take like five episodes and you're like all right well in the bad
5: house like in beverly hills they'll stretch one topic over five episodes but if you're over in atlanta or potomac or new york i mean it is quick like they'll call (laughs) you a bad mother then go on a trip and then fuck a stripper within an episode it those yeah
3: it's dizzying But I I
5: suggested Drag Race in your um, your Twitter right. I need to, yeah. I know I'll love it.
1: I just, like, have only watched a few seasons and then, you know, didn't keep up, so. You
5: know what I
3: think makes Drag Race soothing, aside from it just being a wonderful show, is, like, the two things that I find most soothing about Drag Race are it's so fun to watch people put on makeup, Mm -hmm. and there's so much pink everywhere.
2: (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah, it is really fun to watch. I mean, obviously, like talking about people at the yeah top of their game. That's yeah, it's yeah, very
2: Race fun falls to watch people that very who much for me. Yes. Crushing yeah, crushing it. Yeah,
5: and they're friends. And I don't know if this. Is, I, I also like that they're direct and meet like they're catty, but mm-hmm. then they get over stuff quick. It's very yeah. nice. Like they're really direct in their reading and then move on. Like no one's crying mm-hmm. for a season, and yeah. I appreciate mm-hmm. that. Yeah, and no, they're talent, and they are talented. Yeah. I don't tune in for the fights. I tune in for the outfits. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) that's the big difference between that and other
1: shows. (laughs) Um, Okay, we're going to play MySpace Quiz. Yay. Cool. I haven't listened to this theme for a while. Okay, slow burn. I've
3: got a MySpace. It'll put a smile on your face.
2: an older nice theme face. song Quiz. Right. what was that that's an older theme song i like i haven't heard it in a minute i do like that like, we decided to keep in the four beat count at the beginning before the yes. before yeah before it starts. we had to <laughs>
1: that's when we're getting our head, hand on our headphones and like really getting together
2: mm-hmm.
1: okay right. lisa yes have you ever kissed anyone on your friends list no <laughs> good what
5: for does that you i mean i'm thinking about the top eight
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
5: Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I was like heavily making out during my space and friends. Yeah, no. Do you remember like who your top eight was? No, I'm sure my best friends. Um, what what was this early college? I'm sure. Uh, yes, yeah. some best girlfriends and some girls I worked at a salon with. Maybe I've really. Mm-hmm. I damn. <laughs> I don't. I mean, know. <laughs> yeah. Also, you can take these. Uh, you can interpret these as as you will. I was yeah. not have I was not out there working it like I should have. Like, I don't think I understood youth was fleeting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, nobody figures it
2: out in the moment. <laughs> I was too
5: busy being like, oh, no one wants to make out with me instead of just like, I'm going to go find some. I don't know. I just wasn't there. But I wasn't making out with my friends at the time. Oh, gotcha. you know what? <laughs> I did make a Wait a I, did fu- I did fuck one friend, but he—I don't think he was a MySpace guy. He was like too cool for school. You know, he was like—he was like—he got in trouble in eighth grade for having weed, like that Whoa. kind of cool. He was too cool, I think, for MySpace.
1: I love bad a, boy. A guy, yeah. even now, just a guy, not on social media.
5: Is no, that means he's best. cheating. That means he's a cheater.
1: <laughs> no, my. <laughs> My boyfriend Adam just got a Twitter account, and like I didn't even know we had one. And he was like, "You haven't been checking out my tweets." And I was like, I didn't, <laughs> "Wow, didn't know it was a thing." Quite a
3: bomb.
5: <laughs> so- well, Housewives gossip. So Amelia Gray, Lisa Renna's daughter, is dating Scott Disick, who's Courtney Kardashian's ex. And it's mm-hmm. disgusting because she's nineteen and he's in his late thirties, maybe forties. But today they posted that he's not following her on Instagram.
2: <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> so you're telling me that relationship might but not like, have legs? <laughs>
3: this kinda this kind of shit scares me though because like I don't I, I try to be like I limit my access to social media pretty seriously. So like I don't know really who I'm following. Oh, I don't and either. Like, so, I don't pay any attention
1: to any of that shit.
3: Sometimes people will be like, Oh, can you follow me? It's like, oh, I thought I already did. Like, yeah. sorry. But like, so I, I get worried about like having people I'm not following like used against me. But then again, I will never
1: be Scott. It, I mean, if it's you weren't following different. your husband, it would be weird. Yes. It's That's different true. if someone
5: is <laughs> inside true. of yeah. you. Yeah. Tess, yeah. <laughs> I kind of want you to
2: unfollow Sean and see how long it
1: takes him to figure it
5: out. <laughs> <laughs> that He would notice quickly, I think. I think he'd be on top of it.
3: <laughs> he might. But like, I don't really use Instagram, so I couldn't tell you the last 20 things he's posted on instagram so
5: what are you doing reading or what what's your day like yeah i yeah yeah Tess reads I a read, lot yeah that's awesome
3: that's why she's got a good
2: memory she's not just staring into an idiot box handheld box all the time
3: <laughs> i'm actually listening to a book have you guys heard of memory palaces mm-hmm. i'm yeah. listening to a book about memory palaces right now what is that um so it's like okay so the theory is that the way our memories work, um, like so before books or written word or anything, we had much better memories because that's literally like was our receptacle for passing on information. Um, and the reason that we had memories as like cave people is like we would remember the routes to get food, right? Like everything was based upon directions of places and different routes places. Um, so it's this theory of like memorizing things where you picture like your childhood home or a location that you know really well. And you walk through the home and you like place things that you want to remember around your childhood home and it like helps you remember them. So that's how these people can like memorize these long crazy sequences and stuff like that is you just
1: Oh, interesting. Yeah.
2: yeah. Doesn't work with for people with aphantasia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just it a, wouldn't
1: work for aphantasia. Yeah.
2: Been a constantly frustrating thing.
1: <laughs> that's interesting because I'm great at directions and like knowing where something is, but I but everything else is bad.
3: Yeah, I wonder <laughs> so if I the memory else would work. Yeah,
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I was going to say oh yeah But his Twitter um, It was funny looking at his tweets Because he's kind of like got a stupid joke For his thing and he's a weird profile photo And I was like oh this is exactly Somebody who I would have a crush on If I just found their Twitter account
2: (laughs) That's cute
1: (laughs) He has like no followers but he's just tweeting some weird Funny shit and I was like oh Okay I can have a Twitter crush On him so that's good (laughs) I love that (laughs) <laughs> sorry adorable. just being gross um no it's cute okay it's lisa cute. what can you see outside of your window right now
5: um a uh, uh, beautiful actually like sunset happening which i love yes. some bare-ass tree branches and you know just other homes i'm actually the airbnb i'm in is in a beautiful neighborhood and at the homes are gorgeous like columns or like big sprawling homes that like the bully in a high school movie would be living in where the party I was gonna was say at. it's probably like home alone type yes homes. that's exactly yeah. okay. it they're giant and it does make me sometimes i'm happy with my life but it does make me question myself sometimes where i'm like did i do the wrong thing like i want a home like this like i want a giant ass <laughs> fucking house what the fuck but yeah. Uh, yeah, so it's beautiful to look at. But then sometimes I question all my choices. <laughs> oh,
1: you don't yeah. need a big a giant home, though. Right. Or do we I guess I try to look at it like that. I'm like, do I need this or
5: do, am I just looking at it? Because well, I just have it. a lot of art and I need a lot of wall space to hang it. OK, that's fair. fair. That's valid.
2: Yeah. yeah. No, 100% fair on there. It's nice to like Airbnb those places every once in a while just to be like, let me just try this on for a minute.
5: (laughs) Yeah, I found an 80s mansion in LA that I hope to like be able to rent for a weekend. It's really fucking cool. Unless I get kicked off Airbnb (laughs) um, for (laughs) this flooding situation. So we'll see.
2: Yeah, well, fingers crossed.
3: (laughs) Okay, finish this sentence. Everyone has
5: a blank a story i don't know i'm like (laughs) i'm gonna say a story i first i thought belly button um and then i was like that's stupid and then um story was the next thing that came to my mind i don't think you asked for the quickest answer but that's what i gave you
1: no i like it and it's true brandy you said some people don't have belly buttons
2: yeah if you like have like surgery or something like i used to know a girl in high school who like had to get her belly button like like closed up like so she like filled didn't. in yeah okay well like, she had one but it at got... some point but she doesn't have one currently <laughs>
3: I am just picturing like you know those like pastry things they use to squeeze fr- I'm picturing one of those and it's filled with belly button skin and they're just like oh <laughs>
1: yeah like a spackle situation just yeah. on the wall yeah. they're always yeah, weird really though weird. like why is the
2: belly button so upsetting to like put your finger in
3: <laughs> it's not not for me oh. I love it <laughs> okay
2: <laughs>
1: okay we got some belly button lovers. It's just Do upsetting. you guys think uh, have you guys ever seen a cat or a dog's belly button? No. No. I you? know, isn't that weird? They have them but they're really hard to find.
5: Mm. Oh, oh, it's like a scar. So i just but always think your, of sorry i'm the worst go ahead no 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 go <laughs> i just always think of the movie species because that was the whole thing like she didn't have a belly button so she would be like fucking these guys trying to get pregnant and they'd be like where's her belly button and then she would kill them <laughs>
2: <laughs> a, Maybe that's a communication indication it, that someone's yeah. not a human maybe i knew an yeah. alien in high, in high school maybe that's what was going
1: on <laughs> she got abducted and they filled it in well
3: yeah. i mean i will say this also when we were in high school um the fashion like really was all about exposing as much of your torso (sighs) as possible. So like it could look like Mm -hmm. you were showing your whole torso, but maybe she had more belly button hiding underneath her jeans or something.
2: Mm. It's true. (laughs) It's very possible. She had a really
1: low, it was just like an inch above her crotch. Yeah. (laughs) We don't know. I don't, but I was on a podcast the other day and we were talking about, um, uh, cat belly buttons and then we were like wait a minute do they have one and they it took us all like one. a minute to think about <laughs> <laughs> wow just saying we're teaching things here okay wait yeah. so mm-hmm. if someone gives
5: birth to like four babies there's four umbilical cords I think that just hit me yeah that's what's weird about it is they mm-hmm. all have different
1: ones
3: oh my god so a mom yeah like okay so a mom of quintuplets just has like a, a yeah like octomom's a got Siri- a little, like oh little attached the
1: placenta <laughs>
2: Yeah, Octomom's got a little octopus inside of her with all the babies on it. Oh,
1: Octomom, what is she up to these days? Dude, I don't got hot. and followed her
0: on
3: Instagram a couple years ago, and it's way more boring than you would think. It's not <laughs> good. I unfollowed
2: her. Yeah. Nothing Nothing good is happening there. Yeah, a mom of sure. eight, you're
5: boring. You don't yeah, have much ex- going that's on. That's true. <laughs> you have exactly. so much to take care of. Yeah.
2: exactly. Eight kids all the same age. Whew, man, that's a lot. That's that's so much to deal with. Okay. Wait, were they all the
5: same age? I'm 33. Yeah, that w-
2: no, were they all the same age? All of her? Oh, did she have all yes. eight at once? Okay, I awesome. think that was six. the
1: idea. Otherwise, every polygamist six. would be an octomom.
3: <laughs> no, I, I, I believe if I'm not mistaken, she had twins and then six. Oh, right. I oh, might be, really? I might be wrong. I might be wrong. But I why would I you call her octomom it? if they're not all born at the same time? What's the point? <laughs> okay, now I have to look it up. We're gonna finish no, the bottom. No, she
1: gave birth to octuplets in January
3: 2009. Oh, gross! But there's other kids, right? There's like actually ten kids or something.
1: Oh, I don't know. I, the, I, they're living in the Kids'
5: shadows, obviously. I don't know about the other
0: children. <laughs> oh, my God.
5: <laughs> I did watch John and Kate Plus 8. I did watch that for a few seasons. I do. I mm-hmm. recall.
3: Yeah. That guy was a real piece of shit, right? She's a piece
5: of shit, too. I think they're both shitty. Yeah. Yeah.
3: I think that was like before we knew what a Karen was. It
1: was a Kate. Yeah.
5: Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Kate
1: was definitely originated Karen. Okay. Octomom has 14 children total. Oh, oh no! Oh my god! I'm glad we've <laughs>
2: stopped giving shows to big families. At least I oh, think that, we have. No, right? it's still going on. Really? It's yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, There's TLC.
1: TLC's all over that shit.
3: <sighs> but also, <laughs> like, if you have 16 kids, like, good on you for finding a way to pay the
1: bills. How much? I want to know how much people do get for these shows. It's like not enough,
2: not enough for that, not enough to psychologically, you know, ruin 16 children.
1: Well, yeah. to be fair, <laughs> don't know if that wasn't happening already, but for sure. for sure,
5: at least maybe you can get some Instagram followers and like a fib fat. Fit fun box out of it or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> they sent me one to advertise and only one person bought one. So they're like, let us know when to, where to send you your ten dollar check. And I was like, This is humiliating. I'm not <laughs> they actually told you how many oh my god i was like i never responded i was like i do not need these ten dollars i can't but the get the box was great like yeah it's a great company the box was a prize in itself i didn't even need the ten dollars i was like very excited to get the products do you guys
3: think i'm gonna pose an ethical quandary to you and again i forget if i've talked about this on the show or not but okay a do you know those boxes that give you free makeup like birch box yeah One of those arrived at my house, addressed to someone else. Mm-hmm. Do you? If that happened to you, hypothetically, would it be ethical to
5: open it? Was the address? Oh, because it was the ad- <laughs> It was to your address. Yeah, my address. So no way keep to keep it. If it was to keep your, your address. It, then, then yeah, keep it. yeah, of course. Thank you. That's what I did. That's well, what I
2: did. yeah. And you've been <laughs> there for years too. It would be one thing if like that you just moved in like a month or two ago, maybe. But like, no, you've been there for years. It's yours.
3: Yeah. Because I'm also thinking like she probably like easily got it replaced like her thing didn't show up and she just called the company and got a new one right
5: yeah if there was an address thing and you knew that it was someone else's on your block that's different of course but right it's yours you know okay, what's really you. funny I've been getting like a
1: food delivery thing just I've been super busy so I get it delivered like a few days a week and it didn't show up one day and I was like emailed them and i was like hey you know this didn't show up Mm. and they sent me a photo that the delivery person had sent them where they dropped it off and it was the next door neighbors but they didn't tell me they just took they obviously just took it damn and i was like it has my name and address on it so it's very obvious where it was supposed to be going so they just (laughs) on the company the company gave me a free day of meals because yeah they took that but it was just like really funny because i was like Okay, whatever. You, I was like, I don't care that much. But it was just really funny that I know they just took
5: it. Are you using a service where you, then you cook the stuff? Or is it pre-made meals that you no, heat it's, up? No, it's pre-made. That's what I want. That's my dream. It's dope.
1: I mean, it's definitely like expensive. But I just had so much shit going on. I was like, I like have no time to do anything. I'm just going to do this. So it's, it's really convenient. Um, but- I hate dishes.
5: I'm done. I can't. I can't mm-hmm. do another dish. It's really. It, it plummets my morale. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot and, at this time. and I shopping making this mm-hmm. sh- I'm
3: so over shopping. I'm over. I started buying a lot of cookbooks just because no, no, I'm like, not what shopping.
5: Shopping. Keep- do- shopping. <laughs> chop, oh. Okay. Never jump, done jump. with shopping. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait, no,
3: Tess. What is your? You're saying you're buying cookbooks instead? Oh, yeah, that's my new thing. I'm like, so recently, the things I can't stop buying, I'm obsessively in the last, I can't stop buying herbal tea or cookbooks. I'm buying, I can't, I have so much of both, like, I, it's a problem, I told Sean to cut me off. I, 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 I have, like, 25 different kinds of herbal tea, and then, like, because I just literally, the cookbook thing, I just, I, I literally am out of ideas, and, like, I don't know what people eat.
1: I'm so tired of, like... you don't just like- Google. I just look up stuff online.
3: Uh, I like a cookbook, because I like books. I don't know. I like, like, looking through yeah, the Yeah, it's book a physical. And, and, yeah.
1: No, I mean, I understand why we like books. But, <laughs> but I, just for me, like, new, well, I don't like, know. But, like, what
3: do you Google, like recipes like yeah I, I just google co- what <laughs>
1: ingredients I have and, you know
5: yeah yeah
3: I, I will do that sometimes but even that like I just after how being do you in pandemic pick, for a year
5: how do you pick the yeah. books is it by the chefs the the cuisine how are you picking them
3: um all of it. Yes, absolutely. Like I'm obsessed with Ina Garden. So like when I want to just like have something that tastes really fucking good and is terrible for you, I'll make something out of one of her books. Um, And then I'm really big on pictures. So I just go to the bookstore and I just kind of flip through. And if it has a lot of pictures of things that look good to me. Yeah. I go for a f- that. A,
2: a, f- a picture of a, of a food will, will get me to buy something like that every once in a while. I'm like, ooh, I'd like to make that in my home.
1: Chrissy, yeah. I, gave, I gave up. I just print out my own and I made my own book of them because I was like... I just all use one recipe, you know, and that's it.
2: But then you have to get stuck with like the story of like what that recipe means to them and their family. No, you and, can like, go to shit. just,
1: you can now click to jump to recipe. I'm not reading the blog about your husband tasting this macaroni and cheese, whatever the fuck thing I don't give you're a trying shit. to tell me about. I don't
2: give a shit. I just about. want to make lobster ravioli,
5: bitch. <laughs> get out the way. Oh, this sounds amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I want Lisa, lobster like,
2: ravioli. Do you like to cook or is the cleaning like the problem?
5: No, I, before uh, pandemic, I was a no nothing in the house ever got it i was like a very carrie bradshaw like i never so like when the pandemic started i didn't have cooking oil like i had to buy cooking oil to start this new life of ours sorry i keep bringing up the pandemic i know people are trying to have a good time it's the life we have (laughs) we're all still living through it though yeah
2: whatever we're making it work um we're gonna go look at some takeout menus we'll be right back
1: Everybody, we're back on Lady Lady and Babs. I'm Brandy. I'm Tess. I'm Lisa. <laughs> Lisa. There it is. Nailed, nailed it. <laughs> okay, we're gonna do a lady problem. If you have one, you can write to us at ladytoladycomedy at gmail.com. You can also email us or wait, call us at 323 6 but 30. Where's the song? Here it is. Lady
5: Lady Problem. Lady. lady
1: problems,
0: lady problems,
1: do you have
5: them, lady problems, do you have them, people have them. Damn, all your music is so good. Thank you. <laughs> we did it all
2: ourselves. Um, and during the pandemic, it was very fun because we all just were in our homes on our
5: headsets. Damn.
1: <laughs> you got, do yeah, you it's like know patience. that there's a dog bark at the end of that one? Yes. No. no
5: because i talked over it like a bitch but i <laughs> oh you're great <laughs> but i loved it it was so good thank you it's been fun yeah
1: we it's fun to do like yeah we all t- record our own little part when we do it in the the pandemic one so it's been a good time i will say if if you're if you want to hear the beef of the week theme song you should sign up for our Patreon or Stitcher Premium because that th- that theme song gets in everyone's head, including mine. So Yeah, apparently that's, that's our a-
2: number one jam. It's exciting yeah. that people have, have reacted to it so well. So
1: if you want to hear it, friggin' pony up, y'all. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're going to do a voicemail uh, lady problem
0: today. So Whoa. here we go. Hi, gals. Um, so my name is Mary Claire and I am a 20-year-old college student In Washington State, I'm studying feminist political economy along with education. I'm hoping to get my master's in teaching after I finish my undergraduate. Um, I'm turning 21 this summer. Just to give you a little glimpse into my life, my um, question for you, give me some lady advice. Um, My own personal lady problem is that I'm fucking addicted to my phone and I cannot get off of it. But it's my only contact with the outside world, and every time I delete my social media, I feel like I have no contact with anybody because we're in a fucking pandemic, and I live alone, so I'm, like, completely isolated except for my girlfriend and her roommates. Um, do you guys have any suggestions? How the fuck do I get myself to, like, get off my phone and do shit? Like, online school has been really hard for me. I'm sure it's been really hard for a lot of college students. This year, it's just been rough for everybody. I just, I can't get anything fucking done. I'm just sitting on my phone all the time. How do I get off of it? Please. Please. Okay, love y'all. Bye.
5: (laughs) Oh, I heard that desperation in those pleases. She's ready Mm -hmm. to quit. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Well, I bought a book maybe two years ago and it was called how to quit your phone something like that how to break up with your phone it was a Mm -hmm. yellow cover and the first half of the book is like horrifying facts and like what it's really doing to us and how much time and hours we're gonna spend in our lifetime on our phones and it's like it's really jarring like it's fucking with our memory our eyesight our Mm -hmm. sleep everything and then the second half of the book is a 30-day plan and I did not do that plan but (laughs) um (laughs) but but the book was very good and the plan was like cold turkey for two days and then because the book was very realistic in the way that we that's how we pay our bills a lot of people or our maps or just like Mm -hmm. a lot of stuff that is useful so it was um so there is a 30-day plan that's helpful and that book was good I just didn't have the willpower to do it
2: oh that sounds helpful
5: I feel like I want to read that book
2: yeah, I might actually look that up too. That sounds yeah. that sounds great. Um,
3: okay, honestly, I will say this like I do think phone addiction is like should be treated the way all addiction is treated. Like it's an mm-hmm. addiction. Your brain is addicted to it. And like so I don't know if you've ever tried this before, but I found it really helpful when I'm trying to get away from my phone. Like literally schedule two or three days where you're not gonna have any access to your phone. Go camping, go on vacation, like literally detox from it. I yeah. think is the first step personally like I've I've gone like yeah I've, I don't know camping trips or shit where I've like gone off the grid for a few days and I feel like when I come back that's helped me yeah you really do need to moderate that, that, it
2: that detox period like I think is really important to like because you you it's really hard at first but by the end of that two or three days it is like you you're like Glorious. you feel better colors mm-hmm. are brighter you're like oh noticing things smelling things you never had before yeah, <laughs> yeah it's definitely
1: helpful because it's hard to do it when you're Kind of in normal, you know, you're living your normal life because you are going to look for it. You do need it for this or that. But when you're, yeah, camping and just in one location, you're like, all right, I'm just Mm -hmm. here for three days. You don't really need it. I mean, you're going to want it to take a photo or something, but it's probably better for you to just not. It's like. What do you really want? You know, 10 pictures of the same tree, or would you rather like be detoxed from your phone? Mm-hmm. Probably better to just leave it. Maybe for a she minute. could like
2: give it to her girlfriend for like a long weekend or something, or like here, you hide this from me, and then at like the end of the weekend, I'll get it back, or something like that. Or I saw someone
5: I follow on Instagram and they got a landline mm-hmm. and they have requested that their friends like call the landline. I don't know this person personally, uh, I just follow her, but you know, if you're like she mentioned being disconnected and that's your only way of connecting maybe having a landline where you can communicate with people and people have that number might be a cool way to communicate without your cell phone
3: i love that and you could get one of those clear phones from the 90s where you can see all the parts inside yeah (laughs) lots
5: of cool (laughs) options Um, I turn it off sometimes like I will if I go I want to listen to stuff but sometimes I will turn it off and Mm -hmm. um, hope for the best and hope I can keep it off for a couple (laughs) hours but I really am with her I am like but I'm not really I'm I stopped drinking for I want to lose some LBs so I I cut drinking out and then I haven't smoked weed because it was getting too much from November so and I'm eating healthy and I don't have all these things and I'm not spending much so to me it's like it is my one source of joy so I'm trying to be kind to myself of like girl you are focusing on so much and changing your life in so many ways like it's okay that you're ruining your brain um with this so it's (laughs) nice to be gentle like we Mm -hmm. have lost a lot um but then it's a it's bad like because now what even when I'm with my parents I'll find myself scrolling and I'm like what are you even fucking looking at it Mm -hmm. is but don't feel bad about it because it is like you guys said a true addiction
2: yeah for sure you know what you know what was really fun at like the beginning of the pandemic that I really loved is I got a lot of like postcards and letters from people um just like physical things that like like number one fun mail is the best thing in the world to get mm-hmm. and then just like it's like i don't know writing a fun little postcard or something to a friend it makes their day too so if there's like you're feeling cut off from people like what are creative ways that you can like be communicating with people you know other than just yeah. like, texting them and stuff
3: I love that idea. I agree. Like, it's obviously so fun to get the snail mail. Mm-hmm. That's actually something that I will do sometimes if I'm a little bummed out. Like, in the before times, I would go to a Starbucks or whatever, but I guess I would do it here. And, like, I'll send letters to, like, three or four people, or I'll send, like, a care package to my sister. Because mm-hmm. then, like, you feel good when you mail it, but then you get to feel good again, like, three or four days later when the person texts you, like, oh, my God, I just got your letter. Thank you so much. So it...
5: Yeah, Mm -hmm. I agree. I think that's a really good tip. And then while you're writing them and like, I like stickers, so decorating them, that Mm -hmm. can be your hour or two where your phone is off and you're just focusing Mm -hmm. on the letters. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah, I'm taking like a drawing class at a community college right now. And it's been really nice being like, oh, I just like can't be on my phone for like this, like two or three hours that I'm doing this thing. And it's been I haven't even been listening to anything right now because it's just been nice just to be like silent. Looking at, like, a paper that I'm, like, drawing stuff on. Because it's like, oh, wow. It, like, I can just act... To be able to focus on just one thing, like, and give yourself the space to do that feels very luxurious in its own way, too.
3: Yes. Um, oh, I have another tip. This mm. is quite practical. Okay. So you get your laptop and you get like your your weighted blanket or whatever coziness you need and you pile everything on top of you Mm -hmm. ideally you have a cat or a dog too. like get an animal on top of you so it's really hard to move Mm -hmm. then i will physically chuck my phone across the room i do this all the time
1: (laughs) (laughs) that's amazing yeah that's perfect if if a animals in a cuddle position like you're Mm -hmm. not gonna you're not gonna be getting up so yeah for sure yeah i mean i bought for my friend i saw this at like urban outfitters a few years ago it was just like a little jail for your phone basically so it was like 10 bucks and i bought it for her because i knew she yeah you know same as us like Mm -hmm. she would get really i think facebook was like the specific thing you get really like in those common threads and you you know what i mean you're just like yeah sucked in really easily and so yeah, she puts it in there for, and it has a key. And I think she gives it to her boyfriend, does something with the key for like, you know, certain th- periods of time. So if you want to take it that far, there's definitely things where you can like buy yeah. a thing that closes for a certain amount of time and just put it away
2: and I think also be aware of like what you're doing on your phone like I'll go through periods where I'll just delete all the social media apps off of my phone and then I'm like all right if I want to look at Twitter I can look at it on my laptop but like I won't use my phone for it and then I feel like I use my phone less because I'm just like what I've email and texts and stuff like that but it's not mm-hmm. like the constant checking for likes and like you know retweets yeah that if kind of I stuff.
1: really am going through it and need to get away from I will definitely delete the apps off my phone it helps a lot because it just mm-hmm. like You're able to just be like, okay, I'm going outside and like, I'm not taking this with me.
3: Yeah. Like when I say I have safeguards to get me off social media, I don't have any apps on my phone. All my passwords are impossible to remember. And I have them written on a notebook. Yeah. Like, so if I really want to post something on Instagram, I have to download the app, have this notebook with me, sign into my shit, two factor authentication. And then as soon as I'm done posting, I delete the app.
2: Yeah. Yeah. definitely.
3: But I don't know how
1: practical that is for people. (laughs) i mean it just depends like i feel like i've gotten to a much better place with myself as far as like being on it too often so Mm -hmm. i don't feel as bad about it i mean also iphones have the screen time thing which you can set it you know i set myself like it's probably still too much but like four hours a day or something for both twitter and instagram and now it says to me like hey you're about to run out of time Mm -hmm. so and then once you go back in it says like do you really want to do it's like do you really want to do this or not and you can either you can say give me 15 more minutes or you can say nope I'm good and that has helped me to be like oh yeah okay never mind so it's you know it won't work if you're like determined but it does help um a little bit and I think I've gotten myself to that place
5: have you guys seen thank you for smoking it's an older movie Mm -hmm. um it's one of my favorites and I recently rewatched it but the end of that movie it's him consulting with a cell phone company And that was like Uh, that came out a while ago, but he was like training them to be like, And we have no conclusive results for cell phones giving us brain cancer, you know, and Mm -hmm. the cell phone execs are like, oh, good one. But um, I rewatched that and I was like, damn, they've just, yeah, the like the people that invent all this and work in Silicon Valley, they don't allow their kids phones. They charge their phones downstairs (laughs) like the people making it fucking know it's evil and addictive.
1: Yeah. Yeah. If you can charge it in a separate room from where you sleep, that's good. So you can Mm -hmm. like just have an alarm or whatever to wake up to. Yeah. Yeah. We have a really
3: helps. strict uh, no phones in bed policy.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, do you have it, a separate it, like, alarm clock?
3: Um, I have my wife. I'm deaf in one ear, so I have a a vibrating alarm clock on my watch. Cool. Yeah.
2: Yeah, that does it. <laughs> and yeah, I, uh, I'm using my phone a lot, but also I've r- really become so aware of how long I'm on my computer because, like, we zoom like this. Like, you know, I'm on a screen of some kind all the time, and like, really take into account I think how good you feel when you're not looking at one and try to remember that when you do catch yourself like in the in the endless scroll because it's like it feels good in the moment but like when you do get that break it's like oh i actually feel really good because i'm just looking at real things in 3d and my eyes aren't just like going crazy to blue light
3: man this yeah. fucking. why does everything have to be on this sh- i hate this shit why can't we just go back to like gathering berries going on walks
0: <laughs> <Well>. <laughs>
3: like yeah, i i hate that I hate that in order to be productive in modern society, you have to just like sit looking at a rectangle for nine hours at a time. Yeah. <laughs>
5: that part, that part though. <laughs> well, cause now also a lot of the things that we would do outside of a screen, we're on a screen, you know, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. it, like, Oh, I would go to soul cycle, but now like whatever workout I do is on my laptop. Social so yeah. it also like a mm-hmm. lot of the stuff that would take us away. Is bringing us in,
3: yeah, exactly. Like even like every like yeah, exactly. Your your relaxing time, your TV. Maybe if, if you're lucky enough to have a TV that's separate from your laptop, it's just a different monitor.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's hard. Yeah.
3: yeah, I don't know, but it is kind of fun, I guess. Sometimes I do think about that Charles Bukowski quote a lot: "Just find something you love and let it kill you." <laughs> <Does> that <too. laughs>
1: I mean she's at a bigger I don't even know if it's a bigger disadvantage at this point Of being 21 like only really having that You know because we had time before the internet But I feel like we're just as addicted to it As anybody else is so. And yeah. the old
5: people like were away Like they thought they were above it But they're all hooked Oh, oh yeah Yeah they're hooked oh, more yeah. i mean they're hooked face. and yeah. they're yeah they're believing like conspiracy yeah theory. yeah they have yeah. no
2: literacy to it at all they don't yeah they can't looking. tell yeah. what's
1: real and fake that's not good no mm.
3: and they don't even know about the how to break up with your phone book they're miles <laughs> behind us yeah
2: <laughs> yeah no not at all man that's a
1: good suggestion though i think yeah I'd try and get that book and and uh
2: yeah let us know a how go- to and- and also, don't forget to be giving yourself patience during all of this too. I think because we are surviving a massive global pandemic. You are in college studying feminist political economy uh, and education. Like you're going for a fucking master's in the middle of a global pandemic. Give yourself a little bit of patience because you sound like a fucking badass. Yeah. Yeah. You got this, girl. Let us know. Um, you know, send us a send us a snail mail about how that book works for you. We would love to get uh, a letter, a handwritten Please. letter. We actually do have a P.O. box. Do, do, uh, what is that listed anywhere? Anymore? I don't think
1: it's, or it's not on the end anymore. Oh, okay. Hey, P.O.
5: box for, um, I'll
2: find it. Hold on. <laughs>
5: I'm sure it's an email if I look it That's up. That's cool that you guys have a PO box, like are the Backstreet Boys or something? It's yeah. nice. <laughs> Sorry I keep oh, mentioning BSB, but BSB's Please great. don't
3: apologize
2: for that. PO box 412794 Los Angeles, California 90041.
1: That's it. So, yeah, go a whole day without your phone and during that day, write write us a letter.
2: Yeah, write us a letter, send <laughs> us a postcard. We love art. We love all of that stuff. You know, give me a reason to get out of the house and go check it. <laughs>
1: Hell and yeah. thanks and good luck. Thanks for writing in and thanks for listening to us and doing cool shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. All right. That's the show. Lisa, tell everybody where they can find you and the podcast and all that fun stuff. Well,
5: I'm on social media everywhere, <laughs> all day, every day <laughs> at Glitter Cheese. And um, our podcast, it, mine and my friend Kara's, is That's Messed Up, an SVU podcast. And that's just everywhere. And awesome. I think that's all, right? yeah instagram and and podcast that's it baby yep that's pretty much it (laughs) follow
2: us and all the stuff online because eventually you get to see us in person again it'll happen yes (laughs) yes i cannot wait to
5: tour
2: oh (laughs) oh my god (laughs) for real
1: (laughs) (laughs) all right everybody we'll see you next week bye bye Bye. three two three six but thirty it's six but thirty somewhere
4: Hey ladies, Um, I love you. I've listened to every single episode. You give me life. Your songs make me dance. Um, Also, Karen Kilgariff is my big sister. I saw her (laughs) in Girls Guitar Club, open for Janine Garofalo, at the Houston Laugh Stop in 2000, which was my first year of college. And I'm so fucking proud of her. I've been with her like every day of my life, and she's the funniest person in life. Um, I have a little rabbit hole story. We've all been a little lonely for the past fucking year, and since I date men, um, I had to, like, stop fucking <laughs> for a while, Um and I have a really, I'm, like, an academic, I'm a PhD student, so I have a lot of work to do, and I had like, nowhere to blow off steam, and so recently I, like, broke my sex fast after a year with a really hot, younger guy with this beautiful, massive dick, and he, like, wanted to thank me and wanted me to call him daddy, and it was just amazing and really sexy, and then I ended up – he was also, like, helping me with figure out, out my personal finances because he knows about shit like that. And he was like, you should look at Reddit. And so I <laughs> I really quickly got to the DDLG, uh porn thread, which is, like, my favorite thing in the world now. And I started posting, like, thirsty pics of my cute body. And I am, like, not into age play at all or really discussing things. But it's been amazing having this profile because it's, like – a constant source of positive reinforcement and it's all the guys are like the community is really protective which is amazing if you're a woman so the like responses or like the messages that I get are really really kind and they're all just like oh my god you're so beautiful baby (laughs) girl what a beautiful princess like (laughs) daddy loves you you're so gorgeous oh my god you're so fucking sexy so just like it's so relaxing and uh it feels like such a safe space and I have like All these guys that are just, like, lovely, and I've been kind of chatting with them in my spare time and just perving out. I've also been so fucking horny. Like, I can't even tell you, and this is just the best, like, release, and it's so fun to be appreciated and to have this. Anyway, anyway, I just like, lovely, and I've moved to Snapchat, so I just, like, I don't post anything really explicit on Reddit because you can't post videos or anything. Um... But once I've chatted with a guy and he seems like a lovely, nice daddy that I want to, like, interact with, I'll give him my Snapchat. And I use that exclusively for, like, jerking off and just being cute. And it's totally motivated me, to Like, do my hair more and put on my makeup because even though I'm going to go sit in the lab all day, it just makes me feel better. I feel like it's helped with a lot of things. And I feel like I have all the power because I'm being desired. And they have to do what – they have to, like, follow the rules to get what they want. And I just love you, and I wanted to share that with you. And it's, I think, not something I would have done if we weren't all in quarantine for so fucking long. But right now, it's really fun. Um, Thank you, ladies. Have a good day.